Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. This is college basketball for Wednesday, January 10th. Jake coming off of the 2-1 and one night on the free show. Uh, heading into NFL playoffs, and this is a college basketball show, but I am wearing a Texas shirt to remind you, viewer, throughout the show that the NFL picks are exclusive to Dub Club. You can jump in for a free trial and check it out. There's literally no reason not to come and see if you can make money tailing our NFL picks, which just crushed all season long. We are done with NFL shows and the playoffs are here, uh, focusing the shows on college basketball. But uh, recommended totals had a 20% ROI. Recommended slides had an 11% ROI fueled by the 25% ROI that A-grade sides had. And we're talking about a pretty decent sample size here. Uh, it was just an incredible ride for the NFL picks. And uh, hopefully that continues in the playoffs. And Dub Club is the place to be to get that. You can get that free trial. I don't even know what the next slide is. Look, there it is. Oh, phew. I got it. All right. Um, <laughs> free <laughs> <moment> trial. <laughs> if you want to be on our dub club, Jake and I are laughing because this is our third time starting to show up. Because uh, I don't know, it's like I have a I have like a three week old child at home, two and a half week. I don't even know how old he is now, um, and that's life at this point. So uh, the link in the show description will also uh, get you there, where everybody's getting a free trial here. Might as well sign up, check it out, see if you like it. Uh, Jake, uh, say something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the free trial is is, is going to be worth it because you'll get all the NFL picks and you'll end up wanting to stay around because there is just so much that comes with it. The Discord alone is worth it, but all the free picks and all the extra information you get there besides just the three you get on the free show it makes it way worth it. All the best bets, the play of the day, the extended cut, ad free shows. If that's a thing you're interested in as well, there's just a lot of goodies over there. We really appreciate everybody who's over there uh, with us. And uh, we try to just give you as much value for, you know, much value for your buck as possible. Um, we'll get to it though. Otherwise, Tennessee and Mississippi State, 7 p.m. Eastern tip off. Uh, two really good defenses. A game that we've talked a lot about this season with better offenses at the top of college basketball than ever before because of the rule changes, the extra years of eligibility, some of the COVID seniors, you know, et cetera, the NIL money, keeping kids around. And we've been going over in so many of the games with better talent. You saw it with Purdue last night hitting Baylor. We missed by one bucket. Uh, this is a game that we're not touching the over on because those defenses, that doesn't mean under's the right play either, at least for the moment. I think it's priced really well. Uh, but you can see why we're, we're not going over. And most of the time when you have good teams, we've gone over. And these are two very good teams. Obviously, Tennessee, I think, is just in about everybody's top five uh, of advanced metrics for the most part. Uh, Mississippi State inside sidelines top 25. Um, and obviously Mississippi State's at home and, and road games are, are tough to win, but Mississippi State's offense has really lagged behind. Jake, I know we talked about this at the start of the season. You'd kind of hoped that their offense would take a step forward, and I'm not really sure it's done that, whereas Tennessee's offense uh, has held its own. Jake, we locked in Tennessee minus 142 as a B grade for the official picks. That's what we sent out to everybody on Dub Club. That's what we sent out to everybody on Black Book Sports. That's where you can go if you want just the best bets. Uh, that link also in the show description. A little bit less money, a little bit fewer bells and whistles. Uh, but something to check out as well. Here's the thing. I just put my bets in 
recently, maybe half an hour to an hour after this, it's down to minus 130 on FanDuel, which gets it to an A grade. So this is a B-plus pick, A-minus pick, depending on what number you get, uh, laying a relatively short price with one of the best teams in college basketball. And Jake, the last thing I'll say about this is just a reminder for people, the difference between 104 and 123 is almost nothing. That's probably rounding ear. And I'm not even sure I'd be confident in saying any model is good enough to pick apart teams that are 20 spots apart in the middle of all that massive humidity there in college basketball. But number four to number 23, that's a pretty big difference. Mississippi State's a good team. Tennessee has a chance to make a deep run into March. They're that good. We're going to lay it with the Vols here at minus 142 is the official pick. But again, always shop around. You might find a little bit better number. Might get you that A grade where we're willing to risk a little bit more on it. Uh, Jake, tell us more. Yeah, I think Tennessee's just the more well-rounded team. The offense is really waking up. <clears throat> with Viscovy coming through and being big and uh, Ziegler looking a little more comfortable, uh, giving Connect a, a lot more options. I mean, since that absolutely garbage first half of North Carolina, this Tennessee team has really been on a roll. The second half, they, they did very, very well. Uh, and they just dismantled an undefeated Ole Miss that people were starting to ride high on. They absolutely dismantled them. I think they're going to go in the Mississippi State here, go to Starkville and come out with a fairly comfortable win uh, because Mississippi State's offense just isn't there yet. And I was hoping the return of Tolo Smith would be that step up once he came back from the injury, but he's, it doesn't seem like he's all the way there yet. Not that comfortable. And I'll know on the road at uh, South Carolina wasn't the greatest game for him, but it, uh, I mean, he still scored six or 13 points and, only had four rebounds and that that's the part that's missing it's he's not rebounding like he used to um part of that is scouting report but part of that's coming off the injury and as physical as tennessee is and rick barnes teams are the last thing you want to do is be any have your one of your best players be timid at, at all and that's where i think tennessee's really going to flex on him and this is where if Mississippi State's offense was a little bit better, you'd say, hey, at home, you know, they ought to be able to keep it a game, get something going. But when you're going up against a defense as good as Tennessee's is, which according to sideline number two, but, you know, as we always say, right, all models are wrong. Some models are useful. They might actually be the best defense in the country. It's not like we're definitive on like, you know, they are absolutely number two, right? And they may only be top five, but either way, we're talking about an insanely legit defense. And obviously Mississippi State's defense is very good too. And I don't take anything away from them, but Tennessee's offense is good enough to potentially solve that and, and put up a few points. Whereas Mississippi State's offense just like so far behind the models looking at it saying, I just don't think they're going to get much done. They're just going to need a hot shooting night. And that's why we always remind people there are no locks and gambling. We don't put all of our eggs in one basket. We don't put the same game into every parlay we make. You know, whatever type of better you are, we just say we we, we, we exercise caution. You know, we, we want to risk no more than 5% of our bankroll in any one individual game for the most part, probably more like only 2 or 3% um, because sports are really anything can happen and Mississippi State can get hot. But assuming we have a relatively normal game, there's a lot of ways that Tennessee wins this. And again, according to the model, they win 63% of the time. And that makes these prices in the minus 130, minus 140 range uh, pretty exciting. Jake, you were talking about the spread on this game. The model only projects uh, Tennessee to win by uh, 3.6 points on average. Oh, and I did not change the picture. So there's there's no picture for you to see there. Um, but I think it's uh, 3.6 points on average. And so right now I'm seeing like two and a half at a place like FanDuel, which always has half numbers at like minus 102. 
Uh, I don't know if you've been if you've been looking around on it. You know how how are you going to play that? Because I, I think if you can find a two, that's a little bit more exciting because now the only way you lose and Tennessee wins if they win by one. One is not a very common outcome in sports. In college basketball, it happens. It's just not the most common. And so personally, I'm kind of looking at it thinking two is the number I'd lay. I don't. I'd rather just take money on like two and a half. That's just me personally. How are you looking at that? I'm laying the two and a half, and this might be rose-colored glasses, but I, I really think that the Tennessee offense is going to get a lot better here in the second half of the season. Um, there, there's a lot of stuff going on with uh, Vescovy and his uh, his grandmother and going back to Uruguay and class load. Um, Ziegler is getting a little more comfortable in that knee. I mean, he's right now 11 months from the ACL tear-ish uh, right around here because it happened in February. Uh so I, I think he's finally trusting it again. I think the offense of number is going to move up quite a bit here in the second half. And I think, I think we're a, the books are not quite there yet, and I'm ahead of it. But I, hmm. like I said, could be rose-colored glasses. But I, I, I see good things in the future for this offense. Uh, Jake, I, I personally, I don't play any alternate spreads, or very, very rarely do I in any sport. Uh, namely because I have a hard enough time making decisions between two options. I'm a very indecisive person. That's why I've long time. If you've been here for any time, you, you've heard us talk about, I've coded things in the model to kind of tell us, should we take spreads, should we take money? Because I don't have to make that decision every single game. And alternate spreads just adds another wrinkle to that that I just don't want to mess with. And, and not to say there's not some value there. It's just way too much for me and to figure out. And then you got to make sure that you're not getting into a market with too much VIG. It's a whole other thing, right? Where you got to make sure, you know, you're just playing in smart markets where, where the, the bar to success is not too high. So, so there's all those aspects. So I don't even mess with it. I don't know if you mess with it at all with college basketball. That's a thing with college basketball, really. Um, but based off what you're saying, if someone were to do that, I have to imagine something like Tennessee minus like five and a half might be appealing to or six and a half or something. Get you some plus odds and see if they can run away with it. And if they don't run away with it, you still got a chance with late game fouls to get over the number. Uh, is that something that's that's is that even out there? I, I don't know. I, like I said, I just do money lines and <laughs> spreads. I don't do the ultimate stuff, really. I, I rarely do an alternate, and this one, if I were to do it, the most I would take it up is to four and a half because okay. Mississippi State's a very solid team, and mm -hmm. a five-point five win uh, would be very good, and I think it would be somewhat comfortable with the way Tennessee plays uh, and towards the end. Like, like uh, the LSU game we were talking about, that's a perfect example of why sometimes <laughs> you don't want don't to move because you don't know what, these kids are you don't know how that lane's going to be for no, for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, so that, that gets a little rough, but I think this game lands between five and 10. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be too much over five. Too aggressive. Yeah. yeah. That's a little too okay. much for me. All right. Just curious your thoughts there on that. Uh, you know, and again, obviously I don't recommend even anybody messing with it, but I know if people do just, you know, what are our thoughts on it? Um, again, this is from yesterday, but you know, you can sign up to the free trial on Dub Club and this is the type of information you get, you know, I'm looking at it here and the model projected 92 to 75. Maybe I should just leave this up uh, on the day after and just, we can recap and see how it did. Kentucky actually went 90 to 77. That's remarkably close. The model is not usually that close. I mean, the, the, more, the average error on any model is going to be, for the books too is going to be a lot more so uh you know we nailed that one when pretty pretty dang close so this is the type of information you can, you can get on dub club free trial you might as well sign up check it out we have some of the highest retention rates uh, on the platform and the, the people that keep telling me about that and that's why they encourage us they said hey you should just do a free trial because people love your product you know 
and have them see it and experience it. Cause I'm a terrible salesperson. I can't figure out how to convince people to do anything. So you just got to get in it and you'll like it, you know? So uh, check us out over there. And then maybe tomorrow I'll actually put up one for the next game. So y'all could enjoy that. Uh, but in small child thing, um, Indiana state and Drake, uh, Jake, uh, I'm not sure if we've covered Indiana state on the free show or not. I know we've talked about it on the extended cut before we've been backing Indiana state a lot lately. I've got them up to number 34. I love this Indiana State team. Their offense is absolutely 100% good enough to be in in, in, in March Madness, even as an at-large. I think overall they are. I think they should be fighting for an at-large bid. I'm not sure that's where the committee would put them right now. I don't think they're getting quite the respect they deserve, but I do think that they should be, you know, fighting for, you know, a 9, 10, 11 seed, something like that, um, because I just think this is a really good team, and we've been backing them a lot, thinking they're underrated, and they're starting to remind me a little bit of, you know, uh, this is hallowed ground here, so I don't want to be, you know, sacrilegious, but kind of like the Seattle Mariners of 2022 uh, in MLB, where we just kind of backed them so many times and and won an incredible amount of money off of them just because the market just failed to adjust to how good they are. And that's kind of how I see this Indiana State team. I don't expect it to keep lasting forever, but it's been a nice ride with them and the market keeps undervaluing them. Not to say that Drake isn't a good team because they are a good team. And of course, as we just mentioned with Tennessee, winning on the road isn't the easiest thing to do. But being able to get Indiana State anywhere near even money just to me kind of ignores how good this team is, how, how awesome they've been all season long. A great pick for us on the Sycamores. Again, no disrespect to Drake, no disrespect to road games. It's just, I think this Indiana State team is legit and I'm just trying to capitalize as much as possible. Jake, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this game is going to hinge on if uh, Indiana State cannot turn the ball over because <clears throat> Drake is very good at taking care of the ball and taking it away from the, the other team. Other than that, they're not anything special on offense. I mean, they do make their free throws, so that at home, that's, that's going to help. But they're not anything really that special on defense either. Uh, they're probably more subpar defensively than they, than they are anywhere close, like closer to average. So Indiana State's offensive pace is really going to have to pick up for the lack of turnovers they force and how many times they happen to give the ball up. Plus, they don't hit the offensive glass hard and I haven't watched them enough to, to know if that's by design because they're making so many shots because Lord, they're hit, hitting 60% inside the arc and 40% outside of the arc. There's just not that many opportunities. I mean, that, that would be my, if I was a college basketball coach, I would say we want to get no offensive rebounds because we want to make every single shot, you know, I mean, that would just be, I just preach that. And, and hopefully the kids would take that to heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's simple. Uh, it is. The Indiana state's defense is, I'm not sure quite what to make of it yet. They yeah. do. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what they do very well, but they do limit shots, uh, like good shots. They they stay in front of their man. They're not forcing turnovers, and then they're not quite like a slow pace pack it in, um, pack pack line defense like Virginia and, and those kinds. So I, I want them on TV more so I can watch them uh, figure out because that Robbie Avila guy is is just fun he is just absolutely fun with the rec specs and the djokovic type game this one hopefully i can find a way to watch this one because I'm, I'm excited for this yeah they their two losses this season are at alabama and at michigan state and mm -hmm. i mean 
those are two really tough games and tougher than they're probably going to get at all come in the NCAA tournament, except for, I mean, maybe a neutral site game against, um, you know, a Purdue or a Houston or an Arizona is as difficult as that Michigan state, but I mean, not by much, right? I mean, that's like as hard as it gets because you're not having to play road games <laughs> come March, right? So yeah. they, they've handled their business against everybody else. And obviously you say, yeah, well, they haven't beaten a ton of other great teams, but I mean, they've, they went on, they went to neutral site and, and beat Toledo. Uh, you know, they've went on the road uh, at, at Bradley. They, they beat Ball State in a neutral game. I mean, they, they've absolutely handled Southern Illinois and we know how much I, me personally, I like Southern Illinois. Absolutely. Like, 29. Yeah, they, they just they just won at Northern Iowa. I mean, that's not bad at all. Um, so I mean they've 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 done pretty well, I think, for the most part, um, and, and shown that how, how good they are. And again, just nothing to take away from Drake. I just love this Indiana State team. And you're right, I think defensively is their big question mark. You can see that on the screen there with the ratings. Um, but uh, luckily for them, their offense masks a lot of those problems, and it can't overcome those problems when you're playing at Michigan State or at Alabama. But that's fine. If 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 your criteria for making the tournament was uh you you know you're good enough to win at Michigan State and Alabama, you're gonna you know, a really smallest team. Teams, right at this point of the season um but otherwise that offense is just so good and i think it's going to carry them through a lot of these uh conference games here i love this price at minus 104 really as long as you're not laying too big of a price the model would give it an a grade anything better than minus 175 according to sideline it's a fantastic investment. So even better that we're here. Um, and, and again, you can use some like the Kelly criteria to, to plug in the probabilities and try to get a little bit more precise on how much you're risking or whatever. I kind of try to simplify things because I tend to think it comes out in the wash. Uh, but either way, I love this Indiana State team. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say about them. We think they win 68% of the time. And that makes this near even money pick great value. Now take us to our last of the free picks before we head over to the extended cut where we give out bunch of more best bets and we'll wrap up with oklahoma and tcu oklahoma's defense legit number nine in the country according to sideline they handled business at home against iowa state over the weekend in a very tight ball game and a game that we thought would be tight uh but we kind of thought iowa state might could pull it out at plus odds they didn't uh, oklahoma got the job then iowa state now at home just knocked off houston so it just shows you what a quality win that was for oklahoma and <laughs> jake I, I feel like when we talked about Oklahoma, we probably weren't completely fair to them. Um, and I think it was, we weren't trying to say that Oklahoma isn't a good basketball team. I think we were just trying to say they probably aren't quite as good as that record. They probably aren't a top 10 team. And I think I would stand by that. I don't think they're a top 10 team, uh, despite that win against Iowa State being very good and their record being very good, but they're still a very good team. I can still think they're very good and say, I don't think they're top 10, right? I don't want that to get, there's nuance here, right? Um, and that's kind of the bottom line here playing TCUs. I think there's a better team than TCU is. Obviously, it's on the road. Taking three road teams, here's the thing. I, I want to make sure people catch, and if you're with us uh, for any time, you already know exactly what I'm going to say here. We're taking three road games. Road teams. We don't think every road team is going to win in college basketball, but there will be three road teams that win. I guarantee you that on Wednesday night. So uh, I don't want anyone sitting here going like, you're crazy for taking three road teams because I guarantee you there are three road teams that are going to win. Maybe we haven't picked the right three, but it will happen. And the bottom line is we aren't trying to prognosticate exactly what will happen what we're trying to do is find right the good prices such that when all the wins and losses shake out we've got the odds on our favor to be profitable rather than not that's what we've done all season with these a grade money lines and that's what we're going to do here plus 160 
for the Sooners is just a really steep price. We don't have them more likely to win than not, and so you could make a case that you would rather take some points in this game. I'm not exactly sure how many points they're getting, three, four, something like that. And you might argue that that's what you want to take instead, but we think this is close enough to a toss-up. Oklahoma's defense should travel really well. The offenses might struggle a little bit in this one, given the defensive nature and the pace of these two teams. Low scoring game, plus 160 is just way too good to pass up on. This isn't a game where I'm taking Oklahoma even money, but at plus 60, cannot pass that up. Jake, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's all about the price here. I think this game is very, very close, very, very tight game. Um, these defenses are going to absolutely control this game. Uh I don't trust TCU's offense enough yet, and I think that's another reason I like Oklahoma. Uh, they they don't like the three ball, and I mean <clears throat> they know they don't because they don't shoot a lot. Uh, but they're a little too aggressive at times with getting into trying to get to the lane and forcing that, and it put, produces some bad shots and a little bit of turnovers. But their defense typically makes up for that. I don't think they're going to get those kinds of advantages against this Oklahoma team. I mean, they may with it being at home, but I, I think with how well coached, and especially Porter Moser is just a very, very solid, very good coach. That local, like they're going to be very well coached. They've got some really good guards in there with McCollum. Uh, I just I don't see TCU coming off, especially that Kansas game and the way they lost that Kansas game. Mm -hmm. I don't see them snapping back at home, ready for this Oklahoma team. This Oklahoma, like, they may not be top ten, and they may not be good enough to go. To, to North Carolina, but just not Chapel Hill and, and yeah. win that game. But they are good enough to be up there fighting for a top 10 type team. Uh, they are very solid. I, I just love the price here with Oklahoma. Yeah, that's, I just can't iterate that enough, right? And, and you know, we're – I want to make sure that we're clear on this with a viewer too. Uh, if you've been with us all season, you know we are just dodging all around on picks. We aren't, you know, when, and you guys see here a little bit. We took a minus one forty two and a plus one sixty. We had shows where we took like three dogs at plus one fifty or so. We've had shows where we've taken three favorites at like you know minus one eighty or something crazy. We've had shows where we've taken three three totals. You know, we're just it, the way that we're doing this is we're picking the best bets, the ones we like the most, and then we're going to take the games that are the most interesting and those are the ones we put on the free show and the rest we put uh, on the extended cut. And sometimes it happens to be more totals or more underdogs or more favorites or whatever it is, right? So there's no um, <laughs> rhyme or reason into what makes it here and these are the bigger games but these are just another part of the segment of the best bets that we like and again in the extended cut you know we'll, we'll talk about six more of them plus we have the play of the day um, but i want to make sure people are clear on it. and if you go back to like the first week of the season if you were here with us then we only went 10 and 8 on the free show picks but we had a 22 percent roi it was because we were taking games like this and that's the benefit is that we don't even have to be 500 to profit on these and of course we were 10 and 8 there but had we been 9 and 9 on those picks, we still would have been very profitable because we were up five units, uh, over five units that week. And that's the bottom line is even going 500 on a pick like this is good. And so you might say, well, they're only playing one time. How are you going to go 500 on this? And I would say that's absolutely true. And that's why we don't grade based off of one game. Anything can happen in one game. I hope I've said that enough so that it's sinking in or it's already long sunken for people. What we do is we look at games that are like this, all the plus 160s, plus 150s-ish, those things we're taking. And we say, are we winning 45% of them? If so, great. If we're only winning 35% of them, we got to take a look in the mirror and figure out what's going on. That's not good enough, right? 
And so that's how we look at this from the bigger picture. Don't know what happens in one game, but the plus 160 in this game is the type of play that we want to add to our portfolio this week. We'll have five or six of these. You know, if we have six of them, we go three and three. We're thrilled, right? Don't know what will happen in this one. But this price is just too much. I'm really excited for this game. I think it's just complete coin tossy. I think that... Um, you know, TCU's good on defense, absolutely. Oklahoma, I think's better. And I think on the road, that kind of evens it out. I don't know what's going to happen. All about the price. Again, you can take points if you want. Uh, we like to take the money line if we think there's a reasonable chance they can win. In this case, I think we do. Um, but Jake, I think it's interesting. Our first game of the night here and our third game of the night, two bigger games with bigger teams and two games that we actually be a total of spot on. And we haven't said that very much on the, on the bigger name schools, the bigger, the better schools we've taken a ton of overs and both of those, we think the totals are pretty spot on that the uh, defenses are going to rule the day here for, for, for these. And that makes the totals it not just be an, a, an easy overplay. So um, I, I just thought that was an interesting um, yeah. Yeah. wrinkle. Um, here's your recap. Again, you can join us on dub club for the extended cut which we affectionately call study hall again everyone gets a free trial so you might as well there's really no reason for you not to check it out see if you like it see if we can make you some extra money with all the best bets if you enjoy it uh with the discord access like you said it's a lot of fun over there uh and 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 if you like it stick around if not no hard feelings uh, hopefully you, you know you'll have a good week with us and so no reason not to be over there but we will take a 60 second break to play some music here and run through some just basics if you're a newbie at this channel otherwise though jake before we take that pause any parting words yeah that the free trial is worth it to get the nfl coverage like mm. i'm sad the nfl is ending because we've done so well and made so much money doing that and so it's worth it just this week to grab for the wild card weekend where there's enough games to really make a difference yep six games we've already given out a pick on every single game i really like these six picks you know i i, I will have one day in the playoffs to go uh, what 13 to 0 you know get every game right it's probably going to be unlikely to happen, but but I do think we got a real good chance of going like four and two or five and one this week. And that's kind of what we've been doing all NFL season. It's been just insane. We've had a couple of weeks where it's been break even slightly down, but most weeks have just been insanely good totals. Uh, I was telling you and cousin Jared, uh, our last three weeks of recommended totals are nine and one. We've got two more total plays for you this weekend. I mean, I don't, it's just been like that all season. It's been incredible. Uh, so no reason not to go over there and check out those NFL picks. Hopefully my uh, Texan shirt reminds you. It was also a nice little troll job here given that i'm living in indianapolis now to any uh, colts fans i'm sorry for your loss but i'm i'm sorry not sorry i guess really um, otherwise though uh here comes the uh the music and the informational stuff if you're new hopefully we'll see you on the other side of the music